Welcome to another episode of the Fuck Therapy Podcast. Today, I am talking to an absolute superstar. Aurora is a TikTok influencer, a Scottish tongue-twisting champion, a mixed martial artist, a child disability worker, a mother of four, a motivator, a leader, a survivor, and an all-round superstar. This episode is reverse engineered, and it builds, and it builds, and it finishes with an absolute bang. So kick back and enjoy. I am so super excited right now to to have the honour, the privilege to talk to Aurora on the Fuck Therapy podcast is going to be sensational. I have been watching your content on TikTok for quite some time now, and you are such an inspiration to so many people. Um, We hadn't had too much engagement yet. Video after video, I was getting more and more sense of you have a story to tell. You have depth. You have experience. You have wisdom. Um, And I reached out to you. And thank you so much for coming onto the Fuck Therapy podcast. So (laughs) by way of introduction, Aurora, I'll hand it over to you and let people know a little bit more about you and where you're from. Yeah, um, no, thank you, honestly, thank you for having me on it. Um, so I'm Aurora, um, every, well, you know me on TikTok as AK Line 8 Yeah, I, t- I don't even know what to say about myself. Um, I kind of fell onto TikTok by accident because my child's got TikTok and I thought, well, I'm getting TikTok to see what you're doing. And then, yeah. <laughs> People seem to like me. (laughs) Yeah, it's more so, but I think it's because I'm Scottish. That's all it is. Everybody seems to like the Scottish accent. But yeah, um, and I found it's a way to, uh, it's an outlet. And it's a really nice outlet. And it's also a way to reach out to people. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's awesome. And I have noticed that you've done um, quite a few vocal challenges. Yes. So many, so many tongue twisters. <laughs> <laughs> I get, you know, and the thing is, I get so frustrated and see when I'm doing it, I seem to think when I get frustrated, if I shout louder, it makes it easier. It doesn't, it doesn't no. make it easier. It just makes my frustration more obvious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I've been, I've been given a few challenges myself and it's usually from the Irish. So, yeah. and their names. So the funny story um, is I was working with a woman and we probably had three, four, five sessions together, some of them two-hour sessions, working through some really traumatic stuff. And I'm putting in so much effort and love and care and compassion and calling her name wrong every single time. (laughs) (laughs) so being dyslexic it doesn't help either so i read her name sunid so i'm saying sunid look me in the eyes like i just (laughs) yeah you're trying to be heartfelt she's probably sitting there the whole time like oh Oh, god bless her she didn't say and then one day on one of my lives she said oh you know and i'm like oh sunid you're in here and a little message came through and because she's so such a beautiful spirit. It was. I almost heard the, vo- the the comment coming through with a little squeaky voice going, that's not how you pronounce my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's probably waited till you've done it on a live TikTok because she knows that other people probably say, 
explanation needs. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I, happened. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I am so sorry about that, but um, definitely <laughs> made me love. But so when I see you do those challenges, I'm like, I'm with you. I yeah. am with you. See, the thing I like as well is see when you when they give you, don't practice it. Don't practice because if you practice it, it's cheating. Yeah, absolutely. What you need to do is you need to say, all right, that's one just now. And you can say over in your head, that's fine, but don't say it with your mouth. Yeah. Because that unique New York. Yes. And I was like, that's absolutely easy. How can, until I actually tried to do it. And then, I mean, you can see I'm sitting there going, how? How is this impossible to say? Yeah. But yeah, apparently it was like, it's not just a Scottish thing. Apparently yeah. not a lot of people can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, on top of being a TikTok celebrity these days, <laughs> it's kind of funny, isn't it, when people say it? Yeah. <laughs> you and I both giggle going, yeah. really? <laughs> For me. <laughs> yeah, wish my but, bank account reflected that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. But on top of that, you're a mixed martial artist. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, How long have you been training for? All my life. All my life. Oh my! Well, since I was no, I'm a, I mean, not from birth, but yeah, since yeah, I yeah. was able to, I was I was put into dancing school at a very young age. Yep. And I was I was a very proper dancing school, and I'd say to my gang, I don't like this. You know, I want to fight. So the the deal was, if I stopped dancing, then I could also go to martial arts as well. So through the years, I've done loads of different martial arts, and I'm now an instructor. Um, yeah, I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good outlet. It's a really good outlet. An incredible outlet. Um, Let's out a lot more energy than ballet dancing anyway, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. On, on this podcast and, and a lot of the work that I do, I work with women that have suffered from significant traumas um, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And, you know, I often do, I, I've done several self-defense videos and, you know, one of the things about self-defense videos, and, you know, as, as a trained martial artist, that any one technique that's just been watched on a social media will never, ever, ever work. However, every technique pretty much when practiced time and time and time again can be a very powerful tool. Uh, and and I, I often try and get the message, you know, martial arts does more than teach you how to fight. We're not necessarily saying to women. Now, now I don't know how tall you are, but I do know on one of your, your TikToks, you said you're relatively, <laughs> you're relatively short in stature. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and we're not saying that, you know, women that are you know, five foot two, go and take on that six foot man. And, and no, you, no, you've done your six lessons and, and, and go bop him in the face if that, that's what happens. <laughs> that's not the point of the martial art. The martial art is to serve you, you know, yes, it gets you familiar in stressful situations. Um, yes, it does give you certain level of technique and, and solutions, but more than anything else, it teaches you confidence, um, self-discipline, yes. um, courage, resilience, humility. Absolutely. I mean, respect is a big thing as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I don't watch UFC, but the only, I mean, I like watching the fighting, but the, I don't like the build up. Um, because see this whole when they're face to face and they're smack talking. Yeah. You know, as a martial artist, you'll know yourself. It's it's all about respect. Yes. That face to faceness, and I know it's all showmanship, but I just don't agree with it. Yeah. You know, you, you should enter. Don't 
don't enter the cage or any other ring with an ego because if you do you're leading without that yeah you know so absolutely it's all it does it treats his all everything the discipline the respect all of it yeah it's not just about you i know how to kick your ass it's yeah. very much complete respect and discipline and a very very big part of its confidence yeah very big part yeah wow. i've got females that come into my classes and they'll, they'll, they'll only do private lessons they won't do classes because they're they're not confident to be in a class not just with men because I run women's only classes for that reason. They're not even confident enough yet to come in a class with all women because they feel that these other women are going to be judging them on their appearance and their ability. And, you know, they can come to the class and they get more confidence in the class. And then you see them, they go from... The, it's not it's not even the physical change that's the biggest thing. Mm. It's the mental change. You see them, and when you first talk to them, that you know the body's tight, everything's closed in, and they can't even make eye contact when they're talking to you. And you'll do some PTs with them on their own, and then you can encourage them come come and watch a class first, then join the class, and you see they do it. You see the change in them until you know you come into your mixed class one day, and you know their shares standing ready to go, and you see her joking and laughing and. There's always that moment I feel that you sit back and you look at one of the students and go, wow. And it's not because of the physical change. I mean, yes, absolutely. They've changed physically. They've, they've toned up. They've lost all the weight they wanted. You know, they're, they're now able to fight. It's, it's, the, it's the mental change that you see. Yeah. The, the confidence change. That, that's, that's when I feel really, you know, you get that really proud moment. Yeah. You know, because you think, I helped that happen. But yeah. they... They've they've came through so much, yeah. And to be a part of that, it's a very proud thing. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's great. Yeah, no, it's beautiful, beautiful. So, I just want to show a few diverse sides of you because you are such a complete person. We know you're from Scotland. We know that you're a mixed martial artist, disciplined, trained person. You're a TikTok personality, but you also work with disabled children. Yes, I do. Yeah, so um. I've worked with I've worked with disabled children for a long time. Um, I actually started volunteering um, with a charity over here called Bernardo's. Yeah. Um, and then I eventually got a job with them, um, running youth clubs for children with disabilities. Um, I've done all my nursing and my medical training. So then I became a nurse in one of the children's hospices. Um, but yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. And then it was actually from that. Um, my daughter, she's um, level three autistic, but it's from doing, you know, working with all these children, I, I was able to recognise that yeah. at a very young age with my daughter. Yeah. And, it, you know, I've got that kind of advantage over mums who didn't have that advantage as I had the training. I mean, you're never fully prepared for it. No. But, you know, I, I knew the signs, I knew how to calm down a stimming child and things and it gave me a bit more empathy working with when I went back after having Isla working with these parents again because now I could put myself in their, their shoes Yeah, you know now I can understand on a personal level you know the, the struggle that these children go because I was only seeing them at the youth clubs Yes, I wasn't seeing the home life I wasn't seeing 
all that, whereas I'd went back with that knowledge and been able to put myself in the parents' shoes a wee bit more. Yeah. So, yeah. And I absolutely, something I always say, people say never work with children and animals, whereas I would rather because children and animals, are they don't know how to lie. Yeah. You know, if, if, a, if a child looks at you and they think you're ugly, they're, they're telling you you're ugly. Yes. Straight up. There's no yes. lies. It's, they're telling you. Yeah. You know, if a dog doesn't like you, it's going to show it doesn't like you. Yeah. Animals and children, yeah, they can't lie. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So without doubt, we, we've just heard you're a mother. How many kids? I've got four. You've got four <laughs> children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is... <laughs> I often talk to people and they're like, oh, I'm a mother of four, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just back up there a minute. Again, you're a mother <laughs> of four children. Like, you need to pause when you say that because it's yeah. that is a task. A mother of one oh, it is, is yeah. significant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is such a huge responsibility. It's so demanding on every aspect of your life. And beyond. <laughs> beyond yeah, and beyond. Absolutely. And then to have multiples of that is just something substantial. And I think it, it's always worth noting. It's like when you say you're a mother of four, you're going, you know, that is super, superwoman um, type attribute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, I, I just think it's so downplayed. It, it's oh, hu- it is. It's I mean, hu- I say to a lot of my clients as well who are mothers and they'll sit there and, I mean, I had a client who broke down because she also, she also has a child with autism and she has a, what people would call a mainstream child, which I don't like, but mainstream child and, you know, an autistic child. And she broke down and I says to her, you're allowed this because being a parent, especially a single parent, is so, it's hard. I mean, if you wake up sick, you know, you can't, you can't phone in and say, I'm not coming in today. <laughs> you know, I can't, you know, it's a 24 hour job. There's yeah. no phoning in stick. There's no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can, yeah, it's very, very, yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And, and no. I think it's incredible. So, so we, we're, <laughs> we're seeing a lot of this. And then you also, your, your, your TikTok. In in the TikTok space, you sort of touch on a few points, but you you do have an underlying message that runs through your TikTok. Yeah, well, okay. really, um, I just I kind of with TikTok now. Daryl is army hashtag. You've seen that now. Yes. Do you know where that came? Do you know where that hashtag came from? So um, that hashtag, I think I mentioned it in the live. But yeah, that hashtag actually came from when my oldest son. And when he started primary one, I had taken him to the school and we were going round and the teacher was showing us everywhere in the school and there was a bench in the playground and she says, and that's the buddy bench. And, you know, at the time I was really young, so I was kind of one of the reserved ones at the back that didn't ask questions, but luckily enough, the woman at the front asked the question I was thinking is, what's it for? And she says, well, if any of the children come out in the playground, and they don't have anybody to play with. They sit on the buddy bench. And we teach our students to, if you see anybody sitting on the buddy bench, go and bring them out to play. Right. Go and bring them to play. Yeah. And I was sitting and I was looking at, TikTok's a social media, it's an, a social network. Yes. That, that's, it's a network. It's meant to be linking people. 
but yet there's people on and I was seeing these videos and it was people who were alone and had nobody, yeah. nobody to talk to. You know, these videos is, would you sit with me for a minute? And things like that and people are reaching out because they have got no one. So then I thought, well, why can we not have a buddies bench on social media? And that's when I come up with the hashtag and I thought, well, we can search a hashtag. Yeah. So, and people had been reaching out to me for help a lot, but I thought I'm one person. Yeah. I'm only one person. There's a lot of people reaching out. So that's when the Aurora's Army came into mind. And I thought, well, if you're feeling alone, use the hashtag. And if, and speaking to everybody out there, if they felt as if they were in a position that they could listen, and all they had to do was listen. Yeah. Search the hashtag. If you find somebody's used a video, just even interact with it, put a comment, yeah. you know, interact with that person. And, and through the Aurora's Army, I've met a fantastic network of friends who yeah. I can go to at any time of day, and I have gone to, and I've just vented to, and, you know, I've unloaded to them and, and vice versa, and they will go and they'll help me with people as well. So, yeah, I like, I like to show people they're not alone and also I believe very much in lifting people up there's so much bringing people down whereas I'm I'm very big on kind of trying to my whole job is giving people confidence yeah and that should be universal it should be a thing that is not confined to a workplace shouldn't be a case of I finish my work I walk out the gym yeah I don't need to pick women up anymore I don't need to pick people up anymore I don't need to try to boost their confidence because I'm finished I'm not getting paid it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be that mindset you you shouldn't have to be paid to to build up somebody's confidence yeah you know kindness and manners it costs nothing you know smiling being happy and negativity is contagious but so is happiness. Yeah. There's a wee shop across the road and I'll go across there in the morning and you'll see the shop assistants and they'll be sitting and they can be gloomy or even people in the shop. See when you bounce in and you smile and you're like, morning. They instantly, they can't be negative. It leaves no room for their negativity to be back at you. Absolutely. You've got to smile and be like, oh, good morning. Yeah. So yeah, with my social media with that, I didn't ask for a massive following. I got a massive following, so why not use it for something good? Yeah. You know, you know, so yeah, I will use it and I'll try and pick people up and give some people just somewhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's not just me. I think it's so beautiful. Um because so many people have their social media accounts and it's a me, me, me account. Me, 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 follow me. How about you do this and follow me, me, follow me, me, and listen to me and me, and I can do what me, right? Yeah. And you're looking at it going, I mean, sure, like, if you want to use this page, but let's do yeah. something good with it. I try I try and do the same thing. You know, you, you've got the um, hashtag Aurora Army for the buddy bench. Um, and I think loneliness, particularly through this time of COVID has been like, it's a significant problem and loneliness, the depth that people can go to with loneliness is, is horrific and can take them to some really dark places. So to have a hashtag going, I'm actually, because I'm, I'm, 
when people feel loneliness, they also feel they're alone in their loneliness. I'm the only one that feels this way. And to know that you can go to a hashtag and go, no, I'm going to go to a place where there's like-minded people, amazing, great people that just looking for different connection. And I think that's beautiful. One of the things I encourage in my lives is for people to talk to each other because so many people that are going to stay on my life for any any period of time, we talk about recovery from narcissism, from sexual assault, from childhood abuse, from domestic violence and those sorts of things. So it's resonating with people that are looking to find their self-worth, rebuild their things, understand the horror that they're living in, to even realise that it is, you know, we spoke earlier, people get groomed from birth to be abused. So when they're in the abuse, it's normal. And then they hear you know, a joker like me talking and they're like, hang on a minute, you're telling me this is not right? Mm-hmm. What do you mean I shouldn't? This this is what I'm designed for. This is my mm-hmm. my purpose is to, to receive this level of abuse and I've been groomed that way. Absolutely. I often talk about sexual assault and I just want to put out a trigger warning to anyone listening at the moment. I'm not going to go deep into it, but if anyone is triggered, please either go to a helpline or potentially come back to this podcast at another time. But I look at sexual assault and I, I talk to women of all different ages And quite often we realise they were groomed by their parents without even realising it or groomed in an early relationship. And they were groomed to receive sexual assault. So whether that's just observing parental behaviour, because parents, oh, I would never do that. And it's like, are you in a relationship? where you're being abused and your children are observing this abuse, you are educating them that if you're the woman being abused, that that is how women are to be treated and that it's okay. And then more often than not, with best intent, women that have been abused, the the mother will then talk to the children and make up excuses as to why it's okay, which is grooming that. that child. with no intent to groom, let alone when there is intent to groom. But so much of it is done subconsciously through action. Mm -hmm. I say kids don't learn from words, they learn from action. Actions, yeah, absolutely. Divorce does not ruin children. Bad relationships does with bad example of bad behaviour. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the way I say divorce is an example, um, I mean, personally, so you could have two parents and they are fighting constant. That's a bad environment for a child to be in. So the best thing to happen would be a separation. Absolutely. That, I mean, then you've got happy mum, happy dad, happy mum, mum, dad, dad, whatever the scenario was. If they can then make that work, perfect. However, it's when they start playing ping pong with the child that that, you know, when the child sees the toxic venom, what do you mean you're seeing somebody new? What do you mean you're not giving me them for Christmas? It's that then it takes a situation that's like out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Even just with the divorce thing, absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, kids need happy parents. They need, yeah. if their mum or dad is miserable or either parent is miserable, 
they're going to feel it. They're going to feel yeah. with energy to them. Yeah. So they know sub that's the cats. Kids are like cats. They know they can feel it. They yeah. can come home and you can put on a smile and after sitting crying all day, they can come in and you can put on a smile, but they sense it right away. And yeah. they'll say, and I've done it myself. I've had a bad day and my, my daughter's come in and, you know, that you kind of like fix your face and you've come in, you'd be like, hi, darling, how was school? And you but straight away, what's wrong? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I'm having a great day. No, what's wrong? Mm. You know, and you and they get you and they know. So, yeah, absolutely. They yeah. sense it. They, even yeah. if you don't need to speak it, they sense yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Isn't it interesting? I love what you picked up on there. One of my programs is 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 um, a boundary management program. So it teaches people what boundaries are. What is the purpose of the boundary? How do they look? How do you manage them? How do you set them? Um, mm-hmm. And all those sorts of things. And to simplify it, I talk about boundaries is self-worth, intuition, and integrity in action. So mm-hmm. self-worth, if you don't have self-worth, you're never going to represent yourself. The second part's intuition. So your daughter is intuitively picking up on it. Yeah. And it's about educating kids, educating ourselves, spending time to reflect, to listen and hear our intuition, to understand our intuition speaking and to become in tune with it because intuition is there to protect you. It's there to protect Mm -hmm. your self-worth. It's the way the subconscious communicates with the conscious. Yeah. And it's so powerful. And that is what the kids are picking up on. And then there's integrity. You know, it's one of those things where just to play the game because I haven't run through this with you. You go, and, and in the simplest form, do you see yourself as an integral woman? You know, a woman with integrity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Right. Now, I feel a lot more confident asking this question, knowing that I've got a screen between me and you, because if I was a little closer, (laughs) I might be a little hesitant. (laughs) But what, what, what would happen if I said, I challenge that? What if I said, I challenge that and suggest that perhaps your integrity isn't as high as you think it is? For those watching, yeah, uh, listening absolutely. now, you want to see the look on her face. I'm, I'm almost dead right now. Just by <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I'm sort of like, what did I say? I don't know. I'm sort of like giving you daggers. Like, you seriously asking me that? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. How it's, challenging it's not a nice is that feeling. question? Yeah, it's not good. It's not a nice feeling at all. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, and you start questioning everything in your head right now. Wait, wait, what have I done? Yeah. So two things in play here, right? Yeah. One is we've just given a little tug to the self-worth. Where's my self-worth sitting? Because a question has sowed the seed of doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So we go instantly, we recognise, bang, we need to work on self-worth here because I can get bumped quite easily. Yes. You know, what's my intuition saying right now, right? I need to really pick up on what my intuition's doing. And here's the kicker on the integrity. People separate character trait. I have no doubt for anyone other than you that sits in your sphere of protection, you will die for those people. Absolutely. 
What about you? How will you represent you? Oh, <laughs> oh dude, we're back in deep, man. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> right? Um, wow. No, I don't know. And no, this I is why I say mm. to manage your boundaries, you need self-worth, you need to listen to your intuition, and you need to have integrity for you. Yeah. When someone comes up and challenges your integrity, what the fuck would you do that if I was saying that about one of your kids? Oh, you would get a sore face. (laughs) 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 Exactly. That was raw. (laughs) No. But that's how you need to feel and represent you. Yeah. Because you come first. Mm -hmm. That is the kicker. So it's one of those things, you hear one of these cute sayings, right? I say all these things and people think I'm saying cute sayings. Jamie just spitting out, you know. So I don't do anything that's cute. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a cutesy person. Have they met you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, and it's like you want to manage your boundaries, know your self-worth, listen to your intuition and have integrity for you. Yeah. Now you're safe. You see, boundaries are freeing. Boundaries set you free. I don't see that. I mean, I am fully aware that this is my problem. My problem is me setting boundaries for myself, i.e. when it comes to how much energy I give out to people who reach out to me. I don't question why they're reaching. I just instantly, blindly give them that energy and give them that help. And it gets hard because you end up in situations that you're just overwhelmed all the time, and it's because I'm not putting boundaries up. I'm not saying, no, this cannot happen. However... I will admit, lately I have started to, there was, um, I needed to cut somebody out of my life lately. And after 36 years, I was finally able to say, do you know what? No. Good. I don't know to this very day. I don't know what it triggered me to do it. Something did and I've done it. Yeah. And that was empowering. That was, you know. I love it. Just no questions, blocked them off my phone, everything. Just, you're gone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, you know, you have been uh, an agony aunt and a, a chip in my shoulder my entire life. What do you bring to the table? You do not bring anything good to the table. Go. Yeah. Just go. That's it. It's done. Perfect. Finished. Perfect. Yeah. So I'll have making small steps. Yeah. With when it comes to boundaries, yes, this is where this is where it is. It's the soft side of me that struggles yeah. with it. It's the yeah. side of me that wants to be superwoman and help everybody that that thinks, you know, you think you can do the impossible. And I absolutely agree with you when it says, like, go with your, I go with my gut. And I always say the same to my kids, my friends, everybody I like, I'm constantly piping off, like, go with your gut, go with your gut. And there's a couple of times, even even when we were talking before, there's a couple of times you've asked me a question and I knew in my gut. And I was like, yeah, he's seen right through that bit. He's seen right through that bit of the mask that you put on just now. Yeah. Yeah, and then I've, I've, I've openly turned around and said to you, yeah, actually, blah, blah, blah. 
yeah. I told you the truth about, you know, a certain aspect of myself. Yeah. Because, you know, when you, you, you feel it in your gut, you yeah. know, you can absolutely feel it in your gut. So, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. agree. When you said the self-worth thing. Yeah. Instantly, I'm sitting here smiling like, yeah, absolutely. Inside, I'm like, no. <laughs> no, and then you just confirmed it when you says, "What if I said that to you?" And yeah. inside me went, "Oh, yeah." And I was like, insulted and raging. And I was like, <laughs> as you said, like if I had that self worth, that wouldn't have, yeah, yeah, that yeah. that wouldn't have been my reaction. Yeah, my reaction so we 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 associate the word grooming with certain events. Yeah, grooming grooming. It permeates every part of your being. Yeah. So you look at one of the things that you've been groomed. So, you know, we've told a little bit about your story and we hear all these amazing things, but you also have a significantly traumatic past. You know, in order to get to where you've got here, you've been in the trenches. You're not someone, you're not someone putting TikToks out there going, you know, I, 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 you know, I grew up with Mary Poppins, but I can see your. That's not what you're talking about. Yeah. No, I mean, the reason I want to help people is because I'm not one of these people. And the reason I don't say it in my TikToks is because I hate one-offers. I hate one-offers. You know, you go to mm-hmm. 10 and they go to 11 and yeah. I don't like it. And when somebody comes to you with their story, that's a, that in that moment, that's about them. It's yeah. not about you. Yeah. But the reason I want to help people is, I mean, if you name it, I've probably been through it. I have a pretty traumatic past. And I never want anybody to feel that. And I want to help people. And I wish I had somebody back then for me. I wish back then I had somebody to listen, somebody to understand, somebody to see little Aurora and not be ignored the way I was. Like the child in the room, And my childhood very much felt like being stood in a corner of the room that was absolutely jam-packed, screaming at the top of your lungs for help. And everybody walk by and not one person look at you and not see you. Yeah. I want to be that one person in the room that will see you. Yeah. I want I want to give people what I never had. Yeah. I want people to not feel like that. I want to show, yeah, I, I come from a really I, I was an abused child. And then from that I went straight into at the age of 15, being in a relationship with a man so much older than me who was very violent with me and abused me. And I was led to believe that was normal. Yeah. And back then I needed somebody to say, this is not okay. Yeah. The people I went to made me believe, oh, it's fine. It's marriage. You know, it's, that's what happens. Just deal with it. It's your husband. You'll do what you're told. I needed somebody to stand up for me and turn around and say, this is not normal. You know, I, I got to a point in my late 20s, that I believed that every man beat their wife. Mm. Everybody. If I seen a couple arguing in the street, I'd go, oh, my God, she's going to get such a kick in. You know, that because that was what I thought was normal. Yeah. I needed somebody to reach out and take my hand and say, no, this is not normal. And even when I see people, and I see it happen all the time, women who are in abusive relationships, and I sit and I'll, I'll, even if it's in comments in somebody's video, and I look at the comments of people like, you need to leave them, get away from them. I was there. Yeah. It's not that easy, especially if you're groomed. If you're groomed, 
from a young age. Now, again, I was only 15. He was a lot older. I married that man. I was under the impression that this was, and in comparison to the life I had before, yeah, that was a lot better than the life I had before in comparison. So, yeah, absolutely. Why would I not? Why would I go back there? Yeah. Whereas I could be here, and yeah, I'm getting beatings every day in this, but it's better than what was before. And I just needed somebody back then to turn around and show me what normal, not normal, but what healthy was. Yes. I hate the word normal. I hate yeah. the word normal, but what healthy was, I needed somebody to show me that. Yeah. And somebody to show me that I had the strength to do that. Because back then, I never. I mean, everybody knew me as strong Aurora, you know, the fighter Aurora, everything. But I wasn't. I wasn't strong. I was under somebody else's spell. Yeah. Everything I did was dictated to me. Whether I knew it or not, some things I thought was my free choice, it wasn't. Yeah. It was what somebody made me believe. Even yeah. my own thoughts got to a point that my opinions, I remember sitting thinking, oh, yeah, blah, blah. And I was thinking an opinion on something, and then I realised, deep down, that's not what I thought at all. Yes. That's what he wanted me to think. So I took on <clears> that opinion as my own, and I started being who they were moulding me to be. And, yeah, so that's, that is why I do try, and, and I, that's why I find it hard, and I'm not making excuses, it's why I find it hard putting boundaries up is because it is something that I'm really 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 passionate about i'm really i'm i put myself in other people's shoes an awful lot but it's not always a good thing because yeah. i can get myself really emotional at the same time yeah you know i, I sit and hear people and it's why i never continued yeah in my psychology career because i was able to turn around and say i can't do this yeah i can't sit and listen to a story and separate professional and personal I can't leave that in my work. I can't walk out with that wife to her husband in the waiting room and not want to, as a martial artist, I kick 10 bills of shit out of them. <laughs> 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 I didn't, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to separate that. Or, for example, going into the supermarket and seeing that wife and her husband, or even the opposite way about, because it's not just women who are abused, men are yeah, abused as well. Of course, yeah. Either way, whatever side, whatever side it was at, seeing that person who has been abused there with the person that's abusing them, to be able to ignore everything that was said to me and patient, you know, confidence, I don't think I could do it. Mm. And I had to put my hands up and walk away from it and say, no, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. So, but in TikTok, I can say what I want. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a really yeah, interesting but... point. Um, and, and I just want to, at this point, just absolutely acknowledge your truthfulness to come forward with that story, your ability to trust, because it's very trusting to share that on a platform like this, but also your courage. Thank you. It's just so inspirational. So I just want to acknowledge that. One of the things when working with people, and you might find this as a tool you, you might be able to implement in your life when helping people, when talking with people, and it's it's a it's a relatively new concept that I'm playing with at the moment, and I think that it's it's really helping me. And that is yeah. 
when you've got a significant past and so forth and you can talk to someone and being an empath, the first thing that you do is you click into empathy mode, right? Empathy kicks yes. in. And what we do is we get down in the trench with them and we yeah. resonate. And one of the things you hate is the one upmanship. So it makes it very, very difficult in those scenarios to not get trapped, to not get consumed by, and not get overwhelmed. But yeah. one of the things that I'm working on at the moment, because I can be very empathetic that way as well, is to lead with compassion instead of empathy. Yeah, absolutely. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to take me away. I, see, I'm <laughs> I, I like I say, I struggle with boundaries. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then you'll say to me, right, I wrote, I want you to do this. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> and that'll be it. It's like, I can't do it. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Yeah. But just let me go and do that. And you'll be like, no. You know, and yeah. Yeah. See, this is, I, I do understand. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, leading with compassion is, yeah. But it's, com- it's completely rewiring my brain. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's the type of thing, bang, I'm in the trench with you. Versus, you know, here's a rope. Start climbing up this yeah. rope. Yeah. Right. See, I was. I can always remember um, somebody said, I can't remember who it was, but somebody says to me years ago, the problem with me was I was given too much sympathy. And I was like, yeah, and this is where you should I give an empathy. And I was like, well, I don't even know what that is. And at the time, I didn't. And they said, well, sympathy is basically helping somebody move on. No, empathy was helping somebody move yeah, on. Was, yeah. Whereas sympathy was being trapped with them and not yes. being able to move forward because you're there with them. Like yes. the trenches, you say, being down and stuck yeah. and not being able to move on past them. Yeah. And that and I will openly admit, I still have a big problem separating the sympathy from the empathy and the compassion. Yeah. There is so many times, especially if I resonate, if I really resonate with someone's if yeah. someone has such a similar story and I really resonate, I am really bad for being sucked down in that trench. And even I will let them stand on my shoulders and jump out it while I'm still stuck in the trench. And I've found myself there so many times. Yeah. This is why I need to be careful with so many things. But there was something that you had said a minute ago. And I really, really need to say it. So you'd said, like, thank you for being trusted and saying, you know, being honest about my side of the story and saying, yeah, I, this is why I want to help people because I've been there. Yeah. But something that I think is a really, really powerful thing that people need to know. Up until I was like 30, see when I walked down the street, I looked at the ground. Yeah. If anybody tried to find out anything about my past, they were shut down. Because when you go through abuse, you're also going to believe that it's your fault. Yes. You're the one that should feel shame. Even when you know, even when you become an adult and you know and you realise and you escape the abuse and you realise and people tell you all the time, it's not your fault, it's not your fault. you still in your head. It's really hard to break away from that. And it's just, I, w- I want to send, people need to know that people that are going through this, they have nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Like, see that, that whole looking at the ground and feeling as if it's them that's to blame for what they've been through. Yeah. You know, like these whole things, like you must have instigated it. I mean, I was attacked in my work um, and there was a big tribunal and the, the attack was a sexual assault. And 
being trained, I was able to prevent it happening. If it was another member of staff, they may not have. Yeah. But because of my training, I was able to prevent it. But in the tribunal, I was asked what I was wearing when I was at work. And I'd ask, what was that got to do with anything? How many buttons were undone in my shirt? Yeah. There wasn't. The top button was undone. Was I wearing a short skirt? And I remember getting so angry and thinking, if I walked into my work wearing a bikini, that still doesn't give anybody the right to sexually attack me. Absolutely. You know. I Absolutely. Am. Those questions yeah. are fucking toxic. Absolutely. See, what this whole are you even, wearing? Yeah. Exactly. It's a disgusting today. question. Yeah, and people that think that they're not grooming actually are, like you say, some parents don't realise they're grooming and they are. Some people don't realise they're grooming and they are. And some people, they can, they can be the nicest person you could know. Yeah, a girl will walk down the street wearing a short skirt. Yeah. And they'll make a comment and you think, wow, you know, she should be entitled to wear whatever she wants. Yeah. She's looked in the mirror and she's felt good about yeah. how she looks. She's entitled to walk out in that street and feel good about how she looks, but also know that she's safe. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, absolutely. But in this, the, the way things are just now, and it doesn't matter what abuse it is, whether it's domestic abuse and sexual abuse, emotional abuse, anything, I just wish I could grab people and say, look, it took me 30 years to learn I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. You know, and you, I wish I could tell these people yeah. And let them understand, say, you're yeah. not doing anything. Don't be ashamed. You shouldn't be ashamed. Yeah. You know, speak about it. Be open. Be honest. If you, if that's what you want to do, if yeah. you trust somebody enough to do so, then absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But if I'm at this stage now, I'm like, throw what you can at me. I really don't care. I've already had it all before. Yeah. And that's one of the most beautiful, powerful messages is that you are so much more than your past. You are so much more yeah. than, than an event. We can mm -hmm. call it trauma, and it is, but it's an event. It's a period of time. You know, one yeah. of the things I talk about past, it's a period of time that no longer exists. Yeah. That is the past. Yeah. And memory is a very... <laughs> You've done it again and said again. And... <laughs> just a sentence. You're doing it all the time. Even before this, the sentence you'd say, and I'd be like, wait, what? Yeah. And something clicks. Yeah. Something clicks. And you're like, God, I've been through all these therapy sessions and everything. And then you can say one sentence, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Nobody's ever said it that way. <laughs> yeah. More people need to meet you. More people need to meet you and talk uh. to you. I'm 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 absolutely humbled. But I never even came on here for a therapy session. And I'm like, <laughs> for something, you know what I mean? I just came on to talk, and I'm like, well, wait, I feel like I've had a proper you know, change of life here. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But we, well, we did talk about before that you know yeah. people come into your life at certain periods of of at certain periods of time, and there's a reason behind it quite often. Yeah, no, um, and I think both of us, I, I truly feel privileged to have shared this time with you, um, to share this experience. Yeah, yeah. And I have, you know, I think we've, we've started something that, 
who watch this space is what I would be saying yeah. to those listening. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we're both fueled in the same way, have significant alignment, you know, a love and a passion for mixed martial arts and everything that it brings, um, yeah. a love and a passion for authenticity to be the real yeah. version of ourselves to not be judged by that superficially that people see on the outside, yet to Absolutely. see beyond that. Um, yeah, well, I'm sitting here in my, my scruffy clothes because I was like, no, you're taking me as I am today. I'm just <laughs> out the gym. This Absolutely. is my comfy T-shirt. This is that. Yeah. yeah. And, and and it's a privilege. It's a privilege to share that because uh, particularly being a mixed martial artist, how you're looking now is typically when we have our deepest moments in the gym, isn't it? We finish the gym, we're having yes. a chat afterwards, you know, yeah. I've tapped you, you've tapped me, we've had a ball, yeah. uh, and now we're talking <laughs> about life, right? <laughs> and Absolutely. we're in our scruffies and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, and I think that's just beautiful. So I think this is a perfect time to to wind, and let's just call it this episode. Absolutely. Because I yes. think we've got so much more. The reality behind this is we, we literally met, you know, and spoke for, we were meant to speak for 30 minutes beforehand. We spoke for an hour and a half beforehand. We've got into the podcast yeah. and this is our first discussion together and, and we've covered some ground. Yeah. Yeah, but we covered more ground in the discussion before than we did in the We did, we so, did. Yeah. We were saying we should have recorded that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm walking away like, I think I've turned a few corners here in life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> even in here for a therapy session, I was just coming to talk to you. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that is absolutely awesome. Now, I do put people on the spot here for a yeah. little bit of a close. Um, okay. So if oh, you no. want to just... <laughs> Sweating thinking about that. <laughs> what are you going to ask? Oh, no. And, and it literally, it can be a two-second, just something very simple. Okay. Right, so the simple message is... Simple message and then a stay strong. never, ever, ever need to be alone. You never need... There is always somebody that's willing to listen. If something doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. So always go with your gut. And my message will always, always, always be stay true to yourself. Love it. Stay strong. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>